Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. And so the poor dear just began to cry, you know, uh, uh, feeling sorry for herself, and said, "Now I've been a member of this church right here all of these 15 years that they've been backslidden out of church. And I'll tell you right now, you can just ask anybody. Not anyone here many more faithful than me. I've been here ever service." And, and I've just done everything I know to do. And how come God won't heal me? Then stop and look at you real stern like you know, as though you're to blame for it. <laughs> oh yeah, I've had that to happen more than once. I've had that to happen more than once. Many, many times. Well, that's easy. The answer is easy. Welcome to Rhema for Today. Kenneth e. Hagen continues his teaching, The Son of Righteousness. Find out more next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth e. Hagen for today's message. Well, now stop just a minute. Analyze that a little bit further. Who is Jesus? Well, he's the Son of God. Yes, we know that. But Jesus, as the scripture tells us, is God manifested in the flesh. Or putting it another way, Jesus said himself, the words that I speak unto you, they're not mine, but they're my father's. In other words, when you hear Jesus talking, you're hearing God talk. So I like to say it this way, God said I will. Hallelujah. Be thou clean. And I like to put it this way, God is saying to you concerning your sickness, concerning your disease, I will. I will. And I keep hammering along that line because I know from all of these years of almost a half a century of teaching and preaching divine healing that right here is the main stumbling block of people failing to receive healing is concerning their doubting his willingness to heal them. Because again and again, if you talk to people on a one-to-one -one basis, again and again, they'll say, well, I know God heals all right, or I believe God heals, but it may not be his will to heal me. Well, I want you to do it again. I want you to say it out loud. It is God's will to heal me. Say that again. Now, say that to yourself if you need to till you convince yourself. Hallelujah. That it is God's will to heal you. And once you've done that, you'll get over one of the biggest hurdles that stand between you and the will of God, which is healing. So I'm not going to go too much further with that because we've already gone over that pretty carefully. I want us to... Uh, Again, look at this next one here in this eighth chapter. And when Jesus, that's the fifth verse now, was entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion beseeching him and saying, Lord, my servant lieth at home sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. And Jesus saith unto him, I will come and heal him. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof, but speak the word only and my servant shall be healed. 
for I am a man under authority, having soldiers unto me. And I say to this man, go, and he goeth. And to another, come, and he cometh. And to my servant, do this, and he doeth it. When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to them that followed, Verily I say unto you, I have not found so great faith, no, not in Israel. Now, if you already found great faith anywhere, it ought to have been in Israel, shouldn't it? I said, shouldn't it? You know what's amazing to me sometimes is that if you ought to find faith anywhere, you ought to find it in the church. If you ought to find great faith anywhere, it ought to be in full gospel churches, churches that believe in the supernatural and in the power of God. But what's the shame about it is, so much of the time it seems you find the lesser faith there. Here comes somebody from the outside that you don't even expect too much of. And you even wonder about them sometimes. And I've seen them come, you know, and just get the mo most amazing thing, most amazing miracles in preaching in churches. I remember one time, this comes to my mind right now, down in Texas, I was preaching and there was a person came, I learned later that the person had years before been in that church. I don't think they'd ever been baptized whole host, but they had been saved. And it'd been something like maybe 15, 20 years, you see, it passed. And here they came out to my meeting, came to the altar, you see, got back in fellowship with God, and got healed. Just, just, just almost fast, you snap your finger. And it was a condition that everybody in town knew about, you see. And a condition physically that the doctors couldn't handle. And I remember after this person was healed and so bright, you know, and full of light and life. And, and, and some of the members of the church came to me, just, just almost mad about it. Some of the saints. Sometimes you almost call them ain'ts. Some of the ain'ts, and so to say. I wish you would tell me something, sir, if you can. Well, I said, I will if I can. I don't know whether I can or not, but if... If I can, I'll tell you. And if I can't, I'll just tell you. I don't know. I don't mind telling people I don't know. Because I don't know everything. <laughs> Do you? And I don't mind. It don't bother me at all to tell people I don't know. I've been telling people for years a lot of things I don't know. And so if I don't know it, I'll just tell you. If I do know it, I'll tell you. What is it you want to know? Well, now how come God to heal? They call this person's name. They've been backslid for 15 years, haven't even been to church. Now, I've been in and they start crying in self-pity. You almost want to reach out and slap the jaws. <laughs> Poor dears, bless their darling hearts. In self-pity, just start crying. You know, different kinds of cry, you can tell, you know. There's a cry of joyous kind of crying. You know, you're blessed. <laughs> Glory to God that you're just... You begin to cry. There's, there's a kind of crying that's sad, you know, like you'll, you know, something happened, a tragedy, you lost a loved one or something. And then there's a kind of crying, you know, you can just tell. If he's in the other room, heard somebody crying, you know by the sound of it, it's just nothing in the world but self-pity. Poor old me. Are you following me? You know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about. And so the poor dear just began to cry, you know, uh, feeling sorry for herself. And said, now I've been a member of this church right here all of these 15 years that they've been backslidden out of church. And I'll tell you right now, you can just ask anybody, not anyone here many more faithful than me. I've been here every service. 
and, and I've just done everything I know to do, and how come God won't heal me? Then stop and look at your real stern like you know, as though you're to blame for it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've had that to happen more than once. I've had that to happen more than once, many, many times. Well, that's easy. The answer is easy. That person just came and like this centurion said, Lord, I'm not worthy. Just speak the word only. But the other person came wanting to brag on themselves. Well, certainly God's going to reward you for good works. The Bible teaches good works and right conduct. But when you come to receive from the Lord, you can't come with that kind of an attitude and get things from God. Are you listening to me? Thank God for his blessings. We appreciate his blessings. Thank God for healing. Thank God for all of his benefits. But friends, it's not because of you. It's all because of Jesus. It's all because of Jesus. Let's realize that. Now then, there's another thing about this, this centurion. He recognized authority. He knew something about authority. He said, I'm a man under authority. I speak to this man, and he goes, and I speak to another, and he cometh, and you know, whatever. Now then, what he's saying is, I confess, I believe, I confess, I know you are under authority. You realize the authority of Jesus. You don't have to come to my house because I'm not in the first place even worthy you should come under my roof. But all you got to do is just speak the word only. Now notice what happened here. Look in that 13th verse. And Jesus said unto the centurion, Go thy way. And as thou hast believed, so be it done unto you. Go thy way. And as thou hast believed, so be it done unto you. Now get this. And his servant was healed in the self-same hour. Hallelujah. Go thy way. And as thou hast believed, so be it done unto you. You see, he was stating his belief. He was saying his faith, so to speak, when he said, uh, speak the word only and my servant will be healed. That's what he believed, wasn't it? I'll say it again. We've said it in many forms and fashions and ways. And after all, in teaching on healing, I mean, you have to repeat yourself. It's all like going to the table and eating, you know. You just eat the same kind of food over and over again. Just try to fix it a little bit different. And so I'm just trying to cook the potatoes up in a little different manner. <laughs> it's the same truth, same facts. Go thy way, and as thou hast believed, so be it done unto you. What the man said is what he believed. That brings us back again. Right back again to what Jesus said about faith in Mark eleven twenty three, when he gave us that great inevitable law of faith that works for all. He said, whosoever shall say, and not doubt in his heart, but shall believe those things which he says shall come to pass, he'll have whatsoever he saith. 
So what the man said, what the centurion said, is his faith speaking. Let me say it again. It's so important. It's so important. It, it's, it, it can't be overly emphasized, even though some think we do overly emphasize it. What you say is your faith speaking. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. The first item in this offer is the mini-book from Kenneth E. Hagan entitled, You Can Have What You Say. The next item is the four-CD series from Kenneth Hagan, Winning in the Time of Trouble. And finally, the slimline book entitled, You Can Make It. All of these items are for the special price of $21.95. That's $13.95 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. We have some great partners. You say, what's a partner? Well, that's somebody who prays for us regularly and sends an offering, whatever they can, to help us to support this this telecast that goes all over the world. If you're interested, go to rhema.org slash WPC. I want to thank all of you that are partners. I want to thank you that are going to become partners. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagen on the Son of Righteousness. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rhema.org for more great resources. The series you just heard is in the bookstore as well. Thanks for listening to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.